I'm looking at Spotify right now. I still have, I guess I permanently have, have a, a warning label now about COVID. Spotify has officially given me a COVID-19 warning. I don't know if it's humans who listen to the podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to flatter myself. I imagine there's AI uh, that listens like uh, their version of Alexa or Siri internally. And if I say any of the keywords, COVID, vaccine, I don't think I've said ivermectin yet, but if I said that. So I think we're going to kick off this show uh, with some COVID because I read some fascinating uh, Wall Street Journal. The only newspaper, seriously, that I think that you is is worth paying money for. Um, there's there's other news sources that are certainly I have a lot of Substacks that I pay for five bucks a month that are worth it. Um, but the Wall Street Journal, they have a book review about the CEO of Pfizer, the chief executive Albert Borla. If you've ever seen this guy's neck. Uh, he's like half amphibian, half human. He has this weird bubble thing with his neck. But anyways, this guy's ego is so huge. He wrote a book, Moonshot Inside Pfizer's Nine-Month Race to Make the Impossible Possible. And so this guy, it's been out as a hardcover book for, uh, I think, two or three months. But they finally reviewed it. And... Um, the one the the one thing that I took away from this article that was shocking was well into the pandemic in March 2021, Pfizer's CEO, Mr. Borla, canceled a trip to advise Israeli researchers. Why? Because Israel denied entry to anyone who was not one week beyond the second COVID shot. Not just the first COVID shot. So that's right. One of the most the you know prominent vaccine manufacturers in the world, their CEO wasn't fully vaccinated by March 2021. And they asked him about it, or he wrote about it. He goes, getting vaccinated had created a crisis of confidence for me. I chose to wait until my vaccination might be used to encourage those with vaccine hesitancy later on. Let me read that again. I chose to wait until my vaccination might be used to encourage those with vaccine hesitancy later on because... This guy claims the ethical standard. His ego is so huge that he thinks he's the tipping point. The shocking thing is that he didn't. And the thing is, if that was public that he'd only taken one out of two, that would have caused people to say, huh, if the CEO of Pfizer is not even fully vaccinated, why am I getting vaccinated? And what caused him not to get the second shot? Oh, his ego. He said, oh, I wanted to wait and then so it encouraged people. Like, who would even know? He's not a famous celebrity that they would put on TV. Oh, look, here's the CEO of Pfizer. It would be something they'd try to hide because he got a second shot so late and he didn't follow the rules, which was you get the second shot within three weeks. So, yeah. Um, Mr. Uh, Benjamin uh, Netanyahu, the prime minister of Israel, was literally on the phone like, my wife who is sitting next to me is asking when you plan to vaccinate yourself. What should I tell her? And they said, Wall Street Journal said in the book's 200 pages, one topic is not explored in any real depth or any real depth. <laughs> death. That was a nice little uh, slip of the tongue there. In any real depth was side effects. So although it's generally regarded as safe, the side effects are a huge story of the Pfizer shots. And 
Some experts think that the Pfizer shots side effects were worse than the other ones. The Moderna, the AstraZeneca, um, the other the other shots that were on J and J. I mean, they already stopped. Think about that. The FDA already stopped recommending the J, the J and J Janssen shot because of blood clot problems. I mean, how do people who already got that vaccine feel about that right now? That 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 they were told it was a hundred percent safe and effective, and then the FDA, less than a year later, says, "Oops, our mistake. It actually gives you blood clots." Then imagine on a on another level that you're experiencing health issues. I mean, this is the worst. As I went into on Teddy Roosevelt episode four, that probably got the COVID label slapped is it's ridiculous i've been banned from twitter you can follow me at twitter at underscore teddy Roosevelt five times since i keep saying since july 2021 and tomorrow is friday july 2021 so i can say i got banned five times in a year four of them were for quotes har- spreading harmful covid misinformation now meanwhile yesterday on twitter I went on there and they were spotlighting the bravery of two women. This was like in your recommended feed or it was it was just it was just highlighted that uh two anarchist medics um there were anarchists who were medics were running an underground transgender surgery clinic um in a barn in rural Washington with tools they got off eBay. Um, and they castrated 12 to 16 people just, um, just doing it by themselves without, without any medical training. And Twitter thinks this was good to cut someone's genitals off, um, in a barn. And, and that's not potentially harmful misinformation. Like, it's almost like they were, uh, endorsing it. Like, hey, if your state's really crazy about you name it, transgender rights, abortion, whatever, just take matters into your own hands. Look at these two heroes. They were anarchist medics who ran an underground transgender surgery clinic in a barn with tools they bought off eBay, and they were cutting people's penises off in a barn. 12 to 16 people, they they estimated. There's a link to the article. It's on my Twitter, um, at underscore Teddy Roosevelt. You can see that's not a joke. That's clown world, and that's what Twitter was promoting last night. But I get suspended five times in one year for talking about ivermectin and literally just talking about how, compared to Paxlovid, you just saw Dr. Fauci took one round of Paxlovid. He's got rebound COVID. I mean, they have already come up with a new term, rebound COVID, specifically related to Paxlovid. There was, there's no rebound COVID with ivermectin. In fact, what is the motivation for people like Joe Rogan, Aaron Rodgers, Dana White, um, and their doctors and other people they talked to who took this? There's, I forget the name of the, uh, um, there, there, there is a recommended, it's a two doctors' last names um, regimen. Part of it is a Z pack, like an antibiotic Z pack, vitamins, you know, multivitamin Z, uh, 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 zinc, D, C, of course, a, a, a vitamin C bomb. Um, and you take some ivermectin. And you look, the World Health Organization literally um, lists 
Ivermectin along with penicillin as the wonder drug that has literally saved millions of lives. They've given out billions of doses to fight um, very serious disease around the world. And just the fact you weren't even allowed to bring it up. In fact, if you took it, you were labeled, remember uh, the, the, the whole pile on Rogan for the horse dewormer? Like, like animals and humans don't share like 98% of all medicines. I mean, if, it, if humans are taking it, there's a good chance animals are probably taking it in one way, shape, or form, or vice versa. The overlap is, 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 is at least 80%. So you can give animals aspirin. So it, it, it's, it's out of control that they are um, putting a, a COVID label on my, uh, my podcast, Spotify. I mean, I'm almost flattered and honored. At least somebody's listening. <laughs> I have gotten some feedback. Thank you for the people who are listening. Um, but at least I know someone's listening, even if it's a robot who's just looking for the trigger words. And I certainly set them off now. So I don't know. I haven't checked Apple Podcasts. I haven't checked TuneIn Radio. I don't know if they know if they do the same thing, but Spotify for sure. And then when you click um, on that uh, little warning, then it goes to all of their Spotify approved, government approved, narrative approved um, propaganda about everything's peachy keen and fine, and you can't say anything negative. So right when we were coming on the air. Um, what the FDA, I mean, every day, I, I think they're just trying to throw everything at you. I mean, it seems like they've already approved the kids vaccines like eight times, um, in the last three weeks. So now they just directed, uh, June 30th, four o'clock, three forty-seven PM East coast time. Vaccine manufacturers have to modify their COVID-19 shots to better target the recently circulated offshoots of Omicron. And it's to be rolled out for a fall booster campaign. I mean, they were talking about it, obviously. I think I even mentioned it on two or three, episode two or three. But they said officially the FDA Thursday, they advised Pfizer and Moderna, get your ass in gear, make the new uh, vaccines that target the ancestral strain of coronavirus plus Omicron subvariants BA4 and BA5 that are spreading rapidly around right now. And those are the two key words, right now. It's June 30th, July 1st, tomorrow. I've already mentioned that eight times. Guess what? Omicron, it's very rare. It's weird that a respiratory illness is going around this much in the summer. Usually it doesn't happen. Um, people are outside. It, 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 it could be a combination of factors of um, people have been inside for a couple of years. So people are dying to get out and people's immune systems are low, uh, and now you've got these super contagious variants. Um, and you got monkeypox out in the universe. I don't think you have to worry unless you're, it seems like, unless you're gay at a rave and, you know, on meth and just randomly hooking up with dudes. You definitely wanna, don't want to make skin-to-skin contact with anyone who has monkeypox, though. But you have to wonder, since they've already slapped the label... Um, how much of a factor original antigenic sin is, how much of a factor antibody-dependent enhancement is, and how much of a factor is accelerating the evolution of the COVID-19 virus. 
in ways that make it uh, more virulent and make it even more resistant to vaccination. This is exactly what people have been talking about. Um, people way smarter than me. People with DR period or MD, the initials, you know, either before or after their full name. Doctors, medical doctors, people who won the Pulitzer Prize. His name, I always butcher it, Geert von Deutschenhofen. You know who I'm talking about, Geert von Bosch, I want to say. Geert von Bosch, B-O-S-H-S-C-H. He was saying this exact same phenomenon was going to happen with the original antigenic sin, with antibody-dependent enhancement, and accelerating the evolution of the virus in ways that make it more violent. So there's a lot of people on Substack. Igor Chudoff, number one, I would recommend. Alex Berenson, I don't know if you saw, but he basically settled out of court. The, the, the public opinion, look at the comments on Alex Berenson's Substack today. Um, because he was raising money, raising money, raising money, but he just announced that he's going to do a settlement out of court with Twitter. And in order to do that, there has to be dialogue for a while. So he shouldn't be begging for... He said his whole purpose was to expose Twitter and the inner workings of it. And then he said something about how he contacted Elon. Elon never contacted him back or he was waiting to get Elon's permission or, hey, do I still need to do this, Elon, if you take over? I mean, did Elon, was he even on the radar screen? I think Elon maybe sent him one email or one text total and then he ghosted him. So he was probably just like, do your own thing in the lawsuit. It's going to be over, you know, by, or, or drop it by the time I get over, get or uh, take over, if it even, even happens. Regardless, people are pissed because they donated 20, 50, 100 bucks to Alex Berenson's legal defense <clears throat> against Twitter. He was suing them for, I don't know what the grounds were, but it was basically because they kicked him off for facts. Like, they violated, I mean, he wasn't suing him over violating his First Amendment rights, but it was something to do with with, with kicking him off and, and that not that being wrong. So anyways, it's gonna, it looks like they're going to settle out of court. So could it be that Twitter's just trying to tie all the loose ends um, up and they'd rather just settle anything they had pending before... The ink became dry on Elon's. I'm sure they dock sign it or e-sign it. He's not whipping out a pen for that. They're doing a PDF. But um, he might do a pen for the final one. Uh, I just... It's, it's, it's Alex Berenson. It's just... Look at, this, look at the comments. Uh, that's all I have to say. People are pissed. Um, they feel misled. Because he had to have bitten in those discussions for a while... And you don't keep begging for money for your legal defense if you're going to settle out of court for six or seven figures. Eight figures? I don't think so. A couple million bucks? Could be. It's at least a couple hundred thousand or he would have kept going, I think. So regardless, Igor Chudoff has been all over this. Uh, what's going on in Portugal? Portugal was the number one most vaxxed country over a million people in the world they had the highest number of covid cases again in the eu in the european union that part of the country that seems strange doesn't it seem strange do you think those two things are related why didn't the ceo of pfizer take his own vaccine 
And he had to tell the, the prime minister of Israel, sorry, I can't go to your country because I'm not fully vaccinated. I've only got one shot. Oh, why haven't you got the shot? Oh, I'm waiting to inspire people with, you know, with my courage. People who are hesitant, like, get the F out of here. Um, so there's a new video I have posted on YouTube, uh, Teddy Roosevelt channel, and on, U- or, uh, on YouTube and on Twitter. Um, have I posted it on Substack? I think I still need to post it on Substack. Um, but it's a video I've compiled. Somebody brought it to my attention back in March. Ocean Daily Voice in New Jersey. It's a paper for Ocean County. Seemed like they had an inordinate amount of sudden death deaths in their obituary section of people in their 20s, 30s, 40s. Mostly 20s and 30s. Just dying in their sleep. And someone reached out on Twitter, hey, you know, sometimes you can tell... Is it an overdose? Is it a suicide? Or is the family just totally shocked? And is there quotes about it like, and and everyone being devastated? You can tell if there was a hint, you know, struggled after a long illness or um, you, you, you can sort of tell by the tone if it was a total shock to the family. And, and I don't want to say there is a fentanyl crisis or whatever, but some of these people know like, Mother of two who's a Pilates instructor, dads, these are moms, dads, photographer. People are just devastated, heartbroken. There was no sign of anything bad. And um, there's over there's over three dozen. There's at least 30 that I have on this video. And you just look, the X Factors, I think I already mentioned it, the X Factors, bridesmaid or the bride died on their wedding day. Should have, would have, would have been their bride, fiance, died on the morning of their wedding day. Come on, that's not the number one story. The Baltimore Ravens starting linebacker dies right after uh, OTAs. This comedian in Canada, I never heard of him, but he won a Juno Award, and I think he was famous in Canada. He died in his sleep, and you could tell by the article and the quotes from his family and everything, he was not on drugs. It was a, it's a total shocker. It seems like that's, you know, that's three in a week. And that's just people in the public eye. That's just um, people who would receive news coverage over that happening. What is going on in the general public with these shots? Because I personally know people who've had shots. I know of a death from that, that almost certainly was related to the shot. And then you look, I mean, the Nuremberg Code... The Declaration of Helsinki, the Hippocratic Oath, do no harm. Like, the fact they're recommending these shots for kids, um, I guarantee we're going to look back and it's not going to be 20 or 30 years, more like two to five years, two to three years. Because just watch that video. There's no way that many young people should be dying. And... It's scary, some of the stuff that these guys have posted about what's to come. So the whole thing about the FDA approving the BA.4 and the BA.5 variant, these variants, by the time the vaccine comes out in October and they tell everyone to get their fifth shot, think about it. Anyone over 50, you'd be getting shot number five. Everybody else under 50, shot number four, if they haven't got boosted. Um, 
those variants aren't going to be around anymore. BA.4 and BA.5. It's going to be a totally... If they're spreading so fast right now, and it's June 30th, July 1st, tomorrow, July 4th weekend, I understand people get together on 4th of July. So it's going to spread like wildfire today, tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday is July 4th itself. So, And this is one of the biggest vacation weeks of the year. Um, July 4th, the week that bookends it, and this next week, because you could take four days of work off and get 10 days off. So it's going to spread. Everyone who, BA.4 BA and BA.5, anyone who is going to get it will have it, I would imagine, right around the end of September, and they're going to roll around, I mean, I'd, I'd probably say Labor Day, August, like all of July, all of August, um, just the way that the the graph looks. And then by mid to end September, it should be a totally different variant arriving for the fall and winter. Just when the vaccine that they're saying is brand new. So it's, it's going to be ready with the, with the Omicron, the BA.4 and BA.5. So Biden already ordered, Biden administration, 105 million of these Shots? Are you serious? 105 million, and I think the full order is for 300 million for some ungodly amount of money, like an insane amount of money. And right now, there's a ton of these vaccines that are simply going to wait to, to waste. The one thing Alex Berenson has been great about pointing out recently is just the demand has cratered for the vaccines worldwide. The people, uh, no one who who no one who's unvaccinated is changing their mind now. No matter what the CEO of Pfizer decides to do, if he decides to finally get that shot number two, that's not going to push me over the edge. But um, the unvaccinated people are going to stay strong if we haven't if we haven't cowered down. And I'm speaking for all the pure bloods out there. If we haven't bent the knee and cowered down, and we've stayed strong for 27 straight months, we're damn sure not about to capitulate knowing everything we know about the vaccine and the risk rewards involved you know maybe i no. there's there's no under no circumstances so it is hilarious we've touched on this before it's not hilarious it's sad that airlines are now going to start dramatically cutting flights and the number of flights are going to go up and be more expensive because of the vaccine mandate Every action has an equal, not equal and opposite reaction. Well, yeah, it's just the bounce back effect. It's the butterfly effect. Whenever Biden flaps his wings, bad stuff just happens. It's a chain reaction. So it's, uh, we haven't even seen the price of groceries um, uh, uh, rise that much compared to what I call it farmer fear porn. Uh, on TikTok, where they're saying it hasn't even been baked in as far as the price of fertilizer, the labor shortage, they simply haven't been able to uh, plant enough crops. Like, there's people who said Roundup, the famous weed killer that gives you cancer, I think. Um, it almost certainly gives you disease. And they paid out a shit ton of money in class action lawsuits, but you need it to kill bugs. And the guy's like, farmer's like, I normally need 2,000 gallons of Roundup a season. And right now my distributor's rationing it out to 50 gallons a week. So he simply, he didn't know if it was there or he wasn't going to have nearly enough. So there's, you know, agricultural 
heads of, I saw the commissioner of Pennsylvania, ag commissioner in PA. He said the farmers are having two issues right now, having enough money and resources to put the crops in the ground and having enough money and resources to pull the crops out of the ground. Those are two huge things. So you have farmers who've only planted maybe 75% of their their land. Um, it's, 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 just buckle your seatbelts. That's all I have to say. Like stock up on rice, pasta, anything that lasts, um, go ahead and do that. But these vaccines that are coming around, we're going to spend America. The crazy thing is the first round, there were 15 bucks a pop. The new... Newly negotiated Biden deal is $30.50. It's over 30 bucks a pop. So somehow the price, you know, usually if you're making more of something and it's the second or third go round, you fine tuned it, everything's cool. You don't have the R&D built in. The distribution lines and the pipelines are all set up. Like it's not going to be as expensive. You think it would go down 50% to seven bucks, eight bucks from 15 nope it's going to 30 bucks times 105 million bucks it's it's a ton of money on vaccines and then we, we're gonna order another 305 million so yeah the order the grand tab you know they're just gonna pull the trigger and get them so it's all backroom corruption people are making insane amounts of cash that's money in the bank right there i mean they had it all figured out why did they have Pfizer and Moderna already have all the vaccines measured out for kid doses ready to roll? I mean, those were, you know, 225 um, microgram doses for Moderna spread out and three, three microgram doses for Pfizer. They had to have kid labeled, kid sized medicine out to these doctors. They knew it was going to go through or they wouldn't have. They knew it positive or they wouldn't have had it all ready to go within 48 hours. They were like, it got approved on a Friday, Thursday or Friday. They were ready by Monday, like two days later. So this is all played out. They're going to order all 305 million doses, which would be one for every American or for the 50 million people who are super Fauci acolytes, they get six each. I mean, how many people? There's what, 330 million people in America, uh, I, I mean, what, 10% are probably 15, 12? I haven't been to some of the big liberal cities like uh, New York or San Francisco. I'm in Texas, and Austin still, Austin, Texas has mask wearers. There's outdoor mask wearers. The crazy thing is I see more young people. That's the terrifying thing. I see more young people in their college years or 20s than people over 50 wearing masks. And it's not scary for old people. It's scary for these young people. Like, man, your life expectancy from for wearing... I'm talking like an N95 black mask tight on a 102 degree day. And you're walking from your car to the grocery store. And that can't be good. I mean, they say doctors and nurses, people in the medical profession, they rip that thing off their face as soon as they get out. I mean, isn't that a standard scene from medical stuff? They come out of the emergency room and the first thing they do is they rip that that mask off their face so they can breathe again. And I just can't imagine what that's doing to cut off the air. You're breathing in your own carbon monoxide in this little 
you know, this this little bubble of air. I mean, there's been numerous writers now that have come out, NBC News in particular, um, where this writer, his parents, he kept feeling um, extremely fatigued. He'd ha- fatigued. He'd have headaches, and he would. Uh, uh, he finally fainted. They were on a family vacation, and he fainted, like in the living room. And they go, "Look, you got to go see a doctor." And he tested for COVID like a million times, and it wasn't COVID. And the guy takes his vitals, and he's like, "You don't have any vitamin D." He's like, "You're literally like at zero vitamin D, and your cholesterol is super high." Well, gee, this guy's been ordering cheeseburgers from Uber Eats and DoorDash and Grubhub for, you know, two and a half years. And he hasn't left the couch. And that's what he said. He's, he's been living a sedentary, fat dude on the couch lifestyle, not getting any sun. It's so unhealthy for two straight years. I mean, you're basically a shut-in, like... It, it, that'll change the way that you look if you're living in a in a dark cave for two years with just a blue screen uh and that's your only contact with the outside world like that will warp your brain i think your iq uh your social iq your emotional iq everything's taken a, a huge hit especially if you're a kid that's the most egregious thing about all this with the vaccines and the school mandates is what we're doing to the future generations it's going to be terrifying to see how some of the issues and that's that is an issue is these these people have been so brainwashed these college age kids are in their early 20s um some of it i think is virtue signaling some of them i think they've been so conditioned to like hate their side is bad i think a lot of it is trump like where trump broke their brain so bad and trump is the personification of evil and therefore anything remotely close from fox news to anyone who votes Republican is evil. Therefore, anyone on my side, quote unquote, my side, like Rachel Maddow, who promised, she promised on MSNBC that the vaccine would protect you from getting it or spreading it. Joe Biden, it was this weekend last year. Remember, he he, he declared freedom from the virus uh, at this weekend last year. He declared freedom from the virus and he said, I guarantee you won't get COVID. Or he, he said the words guarantee and PolitiFact. Actually, that was the one time like PolitiFact and Snopes or whatever. They're like, oh, yeah, Biden did say that. He guaranteed you wouldn't get it or spread it. They were wrong about all everything. And you literally have to be Encyclopedia Brown, Sherlock Holmes, Law and Order CSI, and go to, I've got them bookmarked, like the Southern Nevada health system which is clark county nevada las vegas it's basically las vegas 2.5 million people so there's a good amount of data and it went from um you know what what were the percentage of cases it was 99 percent vaccinated well this was before the vaccine was even out so obviously it was 100 percent unvaccinated but now ever since uh, january 1st um, it's been 35, 40, 45. Now the last three months, April, May, or uh, March, April, and May, it's been 58 to 62%, almost 60, median average 60% last 90 days, vaccinated cases. So they were telling us 
um, were, were unvaccinated at this time last summer. You know, six months ago, seven months ago, they said we the unvaccinated faced a winter of severe illness and death, and we were going to be crowding up the hospitals, and it was incredibly selfish and foolish, and it was probably the harshest a president has scorned any subset of society in the history of the presidency. The way he singled out and vilified the unvaccinated like we had no idea what we're doing and then just the mass formation psychosis with everyone just jumping in and it was like germany during hitler i'm not kidding that's a, that's a great example where people literally wanted you dead if you weren't unvaccinated the 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 airline shortages and everything right now is directly related to the vaccine mandates that everyone wanted. Biden wanted to push through every company that had over what, 100 employees, I want to say, had to mandate fully vaccinated by November or everyone was, you were fired if you didn't. So everyone over 100, that includes franchises, McDonald's, Burger King, Pizza, Target, Walmart, Amazon. I mean, the, the Amazon alone is like 250. You're talking about how many people would have walked off the job or they had no choice and they had to take a vaccine. And the thing is, there's other health conditions besides being smart and stubborn um, and doing your own research. Some people just, they have a health condition that they can't take the vaccine because um, it, it raises your blood pressure sometimes or some of the side effects could trigger um, a seizure. Who knows? But for, there are specific reasons that doctors say, hey, you don't want to do it. Pilots, especially. So there's a direct correlation be, for, with the uh, clusterfuck at the airlines. And everyone's going to pay for it. You're going to pay higher airline tickets. You're going to have less flights to choose from. And you're, you're just going to pay more because the airlines are going to have to make more money off less flights. And there, there's going to be people calling in sick. I mean, there's going to be waves and waves um, of this going on. And I hate to say it, if you're probably the worst thing you could do if you've already fought off COVID two or three times is artificially inject your immune system with something that makes it think like it's being attacked by this foreign synthetic substance three or four times. I mean, there's something called immune exhaustion, and uh, I've rattled off some of the other original antigenic sin or whatever, but how about just common sense um, thinking that your immune system might just get tired, or hey, we can't manufacture enough T-cells or white blood cells or whatever we need to fight this because you've been kicking our ass with these artificial shots three, four times. I mean, don't you remember we were out with arm fatigue and we couldn't you know we couldn't move our arm we were out out of work with fatigue um just look tony fauci is on his second round of paxlovid you just see these people on reddit i encourage people go to the reddit forum reddit.com slash r slash covid19 positive doesn't matter the case no dashes or anything these people are out of their minds um they've been triple vaxxed um, and they test positive for COVID and they're sick for, for seven or eight weeks in the summer. And they were previously healthier. People are like, I took three shots of the Pfizer. I've never been sick before in my life. Now, any little thing 
I get the sniffles. I get a cold. Um, it's terrifying to think that this vaccine is creating more uh, aggressive um, mutations that are deadlier and they're just easier to spread around. I mean, what is going to be in store for these folks who took three or four shots in the winter when BA.7 and BA.8 are uh, are circulating around Thanksgiving or Christmas? And it's the same thing. I mean, have you noticed like the public health people, they're going to warn you just about life. They should just put like, don't live your life. Because no matter what the seasons, uh, there is a season, turn, turn, turn. There is a reason to stay home from COVID and social distance. We've got 4th of July. We've got, what, back to school coming up. Uh, NFL football, they'll probably mention, like, oh, with football season and people are gathering in stadiums, you know, it might be better for grandma and grandpa to watch at home. You know, don't be tailgating with with your family. Um you can come up holidays. Well, holidays are a time when everyone's inside and it spreads. Well, not everywhere. Some some places in the country, they're still outside. That's why I don't understand why New York is getting hammered. I thought when everyone goes outside and outdoor social distancing, it doesn't spread that much. And everyone should have immunity, right? I mean, they've been vaxxed at least twice. You think the va- you'd think coronavirus would be would be dying out. I mean, that's why, hey, can we ask some questions? Is the vaccine causing it to stick around? Because keep in mind, it's not a sterile vaccine. It's leaky and it's not sterile. So it's not the actual virus. The whole purpose of a vaccine and the whole definition of a vaccine is to put the virus in there and it kills, it, 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 it teaches your body how to, how to, how to kill it. So the virus, when you do um, come in contact with it, this vaccine is a totally different, it's experimental gene therapy shot, okay? An mRNA that has failed a ton of clinical animal trials, has never been tested in the wild on humans until now. And we are the general public, the phase two and phase three trials, especially these kids. Uh, if you If you watch and read, um, the FDA transcript of the hearing, one of my buddies sent me uh, uh, a link. Gateway Pundit had it. I mean, they're basically killing the placebo group or they're not tracking the placebo group with kids or they ga- or gave them all the shot. I forget what it was. I, they gave them all the shot. It was the same thing Pfizer Moderna did. They just... There's no control group to measure... Um, Let's just say uh, health outcomes th- two, three, four, five years later for these kids. How can you have a... And vaccine studies, remember, are supposed to take a decade. Our experimental gene therapy shots are supposed to take 12 to 15 years. So if you're giving it to a six-month-old, there should be a cohort of people in that experiment that are followed up with in 2032 when they're 10 and 2034. Like that might be the last... you know up to and including 2034. Think about that. Or a five-year-old who gets it. You're tracking them to their health outcome till they're 17. That's how serious... I mean, why do you think they created these guidelines and stipulations for 10 or 12 years? If that doesn't tell you this is some serious shit that can rewire 
your system, an experimental gene therapy shot, I mean, what what doesn't? The fact they say it's got to be a decade. This one was rushed at warp speed. That's literally what it was called. Operation Warp Speed. And you were made to feel like a anti-science um, medicine denier for having a little bit of trepidation regarding this miracle shot. For saying, hey, I might just take the wait and see approach and see how it works out and see if you guys have any issues and then I'll decide. But I guarantee people who are unvaccinated at the beginning of the year, January 1st, 2022, I mean, 98% of them are vaccinated on July 1st. People's minds are made up. And there's some people I think are just going to get the shot. They're that mass formation psychosis. The people who wear black N95 masks outside, you know, they, they are going to get these shots, whatever the FDA and CDC, follow the science, trust the science. It is inextricably intertwined their medical, the way they feel about this shot with their political views. And I seriously think Trump like broke their brain where there was good and evil. Evil was Trump. Anyone who supports the GOP and Republicans therefore is evil. And anything my side said is the gospel. It's really, I mean, it's overtaken religion. And there's a lot of people smarter than me who've written about this. Um, But as society has become more secular and people turn away from God and the Bible and church whatever their religious affiliation is um they they're they're like it's like cult-like behavior towards their political party or their tribe or their belief and you really see it with the transgender and the abortion some of these protesters like the way that they're screaming and yelling i mean if it was about anything else any other topic you would wrap them in a straitjacket and, and put them in the loony bin put them in the paddy wagon and take them off to the funny farm because they're out of their mind. No human should get that, you know, if it's a murder trial where the person was found innocent and you thought they killed your mom, yeah, I could see, like, freaking out and screaming about the jury or whatever, but, like, about a political issue? And granted, abortion's heated, but seriously, for most people, I know most guys, I know, look at it as it's a woman's decision and... Most people I know look at it as there's extenuating circumstances like rape or, um, I mean, people mention rape usually right right away, or let's just say you had a, um, you know, the early sonogram showed that half their vital organs never developed, like stomach, liver, whatever, and they're probably, I mean, would it be worth it to put the child, the mom, the dad, everyone through that much pain? I mean, I'm going to start crying just thinking about someone You know, there's parents that are put in that position all the time, every day, and you hear about parents where their kid had Down syndrome, for instance, and it was the greatest miracle um, in their life. And I've had coworkers who've had, um, it was was worse than Down syndrome. It was so rare, I don't even remember the name for it, but it wasn't like a household disease, I'll put it that way. He had to communicate through pressing buttons on his wheelchair um, to speak the English language. This was like in 99. And he had this, uh, you know, it it was was a keyboard with probably about 
500 different... I mean, it was sophisticated. The guy was a genius. He just, you know, his body was never fully formed. Um, and he was in a wheelchair, and he couldn't talk. And it was heartbreaking just to see. He was a huge Eagles fan. Um, George, if you're listening, I highly doubt you stumbled on this podcast. I love you, brother. But, uh, yeah. Um, anyways, Teddy's going off on a major tangent here. We're coming up on the 45-minute mark. Episode 5 of the Teddy Roosevelt Show. You can find the mothership at teddybroosevelt.substack.com. Spelled just like you see in... Yeah, I, I think more people are listening to it on streaming platforms now, so it's spelled like, just like you see it. I'm going to have to come up with a clever um, catchphrase for that. But yeah, it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio. The, uh, the podcast artwork still isn't updated on Apple I don't know, maybe it's just going to say Teddy Talks the whole time, which is sort of cool, I think, just distinguishes it. So I would love to get some feedback on the show. Give me a DM, at underscore Teddy Roosevelt. If you're my friend, you can shoot me a text if you have my number, or call me anytime. You got the hotline. Um, also, Substack comments on there. Let's see, anything else we want to go over? Um, th- this January 6th thing, a uh, huge Supreme Court thing with the... Uh, what the remain in Mexico? I haven't read a lot about that. I know it's sort of a big deal with the EPA. Um, West Virginia took them to court over the stipulations for the EPA, so I think that could have huge ramifications for the energy industry. But to be t- quite candid, I haven't read anything about it. I just saw the headline, and that's the one thing you can always count on from Teddy is I'm always pursuing the truth. I'm all about finding the truth especially since we have so many unanswered questions and the media is just failing to do their job especially about covid so some people are covid fatigued some people have given up we can't give up people have to sort of there has to be some sort of day of reckoning for these people where um they know like big pharma the fda cdc especially for this kid shot how can the media just not cover that the it was the most um, just sinister thing for them to throw out the 375 kids. We're talking about kids who tested positive after the second shot and just go with the 10 who tested positive after the third shot. I mean, are you kidding me? Why? Because look at the number one advertiser in, in North America, and they can't advertise anywhere else. Keep in mind, you can only advertise pharmaceutical drugs in the United States and New Zealand. So... Big Pharma, pharmaceutical drugs, medicine, numero uno. Last time I checked, 2020, I don't know if COVID changed that, but it was a ton. Um, Big Pharma, think about how many drug ads you see in here. And then keep keep in mind, there's not anywhere else in the world. So all their ad budget goes here. You can't even run a print ad in a magazine, much less a TV or radio ad about your new pharmaceutical drug for diabetes or restless leg syndrome or ADHD or anything. You can't advertise it. So that's the number one thing that people, when they come to visit the United States, I hear when they turn on TV, that they're horrified and can't understand how we're planning all these thoughts of disease and sickness. And you have to wonder, like, certainly out of all the countries on earth, America, the United States, has the highest percentage of hypochondriacs. 
how could we not have the highest percentage of hypochondriacs when we're the only, along with New Zealand. So New Zealand's the only other country that could even get close to us, which I wonder if that's why they they close their, you know, they're an island, so they could do a true try and do zero COVID, and they still just got hammered uh, by it. You can't do zero COVID. It's impossible if no one's figured that out right now. It's, you can't do zero respiratory illness. So... If there's any country that leads the world in hypochondriacs, United States, we're numero uno, number one. And so if you see people walking around in a hundred degree heat wearing a black N95 mask when they're 21 years old and they already had COVID and they've already got uh, double vaxxed and boosted, they're hypochondriac um, that... that became that way it's due to no fault of their own it is the bombarding bombardment of pharmaceutical ads from the day they were born and you look it's like pharmaceutical ads soft drinks it's like everything that's bad and you know cigarettes especially now that they're trying to ban them will be advertising all over all the time cigarettes were number one back in the day you look at any magazine my brother's been getting old magazines from the 80s 70s and 80s and it's all cigarettes and whiskey so it's cigarettes but it's it's beer it's big pharma drugs it's it's beer it's a lot of the vices in society and soft drinks coke and pepsi what do you think coke's ad budget is pepsi's ad budget is how many things they sponsor from the olympics to disney world um it's absolutely insane. So Big Pharma, they just, from cradle to grave, bombard you with literally thousands, tens of thousands, I'd say, of minutes. They're, all those 30-second ads, ads add up. If you're watching TV like a typical American, I mean, a lot of people under 30, a lot of people who are tech-savvy like me, I don't watch commercials. I mean, I have YouTube TV. They're either getting scanned through or I'm watching YouTube regular or video clips. I'm not sitting down and watching like a TV show that has commercials. If 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 it is, they're getting advanced through, or the the streaming service automatically chops them out. So I don't know. It's it it might be getting less with big pharma, um, but they're certainly doing TikTok. They're certainly doing um, social media. Big pharma's all over Twitter. What am I talking about? I mean. Yeah, they're all over Twitter. Big Pharma, I see drugs in my timeline all the time for stuff. And it's just like I have tonal vision towards the tweets or it's almost like I've invented my own from being on the internet for, what, a quarter century, 20 years. I just invented a pop-up blocker in my brain where I very rarely, I think, notice ads. <laughs> I'll probably click on one tonight for the first time. <laughs> I very rarely notice, much less click on ads. I got tunnel vision with the info I'm trying to get. So anyways, these VACs are going to be useless in October. Pfizer's still going to make a ton of money. Um, we're talking gobs of money, billions and quadrillions of money. It's total uh, cronyism. All the people in the FDA and the CDC will get jobs. Just watch. All the people who are on that advisory panel, or most of them, they'll get a cushy-cush job working for Moderna, Pfizer, one of these, uh, Glaxo, just sitting at home doing um, 
educational studies or they're 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 hosting uh I don't know, conferences. They're just like their medical professional on staff. But there is so much, and there's a great web- website. I'm going to bring it up next time. So much crossover between the government and these Fortune 100 companies that it has to be stopped. There has to be some sort of ban. Like, if you've worked in this agency, it's really bad with the FCC, the Federal Communications, where. The FCC will approve something for Comcast or AT&T, and then the next year they just got hired as their general counsel for Comcast for like 800000 bucks a year. Like, oh no, that's not suspicious. Just like here in Austin, one of the city council members, Jimmy Flanagan, I'll end it with a local thing. Jimmy Flanagan lost a runoff uh, election to Mackenzie Kelly in December 2020. He was a Democrat. She was a Republican. It was a bitterly fought contest. Let me just put it that way. Bitterly fought contest. Three days after he, I think it was the week, it was just days after he lost in the runoff, 52% to 48%. Mackenzie was the Republican. He was the Democrat. The 10 other people on Austin City Council, City of Austin, owns the convention center, gave him a cushy cush, ultimate cronyism job, president of the Austin Convention Center, 200,000 bucks a year, or no, he's getting paid at least 100,000 bucks a year for 20 hours a week. I think it's 125 for a part-time job, 20 or 25 hours a week, five hours a day. If that's not suspicious, now just imagine that, I mean, that, that, I mean, that should have been the number one story, cronyism, if it's not handing your buddy a sweetheart parachute deal as he just lost, I don't know what is, he gets a cushy job with the city, days later, get the hell out of here, that's happening all the time with big pharma, big media, especially with big pharma, FDA and CDC going back and forth, it would make your blood boil to see, just look at Doug Gottlieb. Doug Gottlieb was the head of the, what, FDA for three or four years? Now he's on the board of director of Pfizer. Gee, imagine that. Doug Gottlieb went and he's on the board of, like, three other things. Making money, getting paid, and of course he's got his former colleagues, his buddies who are back at the FDA. He can just send a text, make a call, get the inside scoop, maybe put in a good word get it pushed through a little bit quicker guarantee it's going to get pushed through it's outrageous so everyone i'm going to wrap it up this is episode five teddy roosevelt show 55 minute mark um i will be back in the next 48 hours definitely do two over fourth of july weekend at least two or three i hope you're enjoying the content Teddy Roosevelt signing off, teddyroosevelt.substack.com, at underscore Teddy Roosevelt on Twitter. You can listen to this on Spotify. Tune in. All streaming platforms everywhere, including Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful night. Bye.